welcome to 8020 Endurance, the podcast that's 80% out with the old, 20% in with the new. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> I am your co-host, Matt Fitzgerald, with... I'm Hannah Hunstead. I think it made somewhat of sense. I mean, it applies to this episode, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support you. <laughs> okay. And can you tell our listeners how it applies to this episode? What do we have to look forward to? Sure. Well, what we have to look forward to is what you have to look forward to as a listener of this podcast and an athlete of 8020 Endurance. I'm guessing you're somewhat affiliated with our training plans and what we're up to as a company. So we have a lot of things to discuss, a lot of things that we've been working on. Some are ready for you right now. Some are still in the works. Some are not available yet, but will be in the next coming months. So just some updates for you behind the scenes. Right on. Well, let's get right to it. Uh, Where shall we start? Let's start with your new book on pace, which we got to look at some album or album cover, (laughs) book cover options yesterday. (laughs) Yes, album cover. Um, Yeah, that dream has not become a reality yet. But um, yeah, among our many initiatives, so we decided to create our own book publishing imprint, 8020 Publishing, and this is our first release. Now, this is not really a vanity press where it's just like, you know, an opportunity for Matt to write even more books, but we thought it made sense to kick it off with something I have written. And I've been you know, just fascinated with the topic of, of pacing in running specifically for a long time. It's just been a big point of emphasis in my coaching. And I've been sort of, if any of my one-on-one athletes are listening, they know they've been, <laughs> they've been guinea pigs. Yeah, I've, I've really worked hard over the past few years to come up with a pretty refined methodology for helping runners, A, just develop a greater appreciation for the importance of pacing. I think a lot of runners don't even understand how important that skill is. And then, you know, how do you actually get better at it? Especially if you're not like born with the knack, because some some runners are naturally good at it, but I think any runner can get better. And so this book just distills, you know, it gets into the science, but also it's just very practically focused. Like here's what you do to get better at pacing. And also it includes complete training programs kind of what's cool about it is that you can say you don't have to like take time out uh, to just go go to pacing school if you want to train for and participate in a half marathon for example there's a plan or there are plans in the book for half marathon that you can follow and the pacing practices integrated into them you can have your cake and eat it too yeah so it's different than our racing weight plans or build endurance plans or these more goal-focused plans. This is actually embedded into if you have an event coming up, you can do these plans. It's a one-two punch. Get better at pacing. Get better at running. Yes. Yeah, there's there's stuff that, you know, there are workouts and exercises that you can use outside the context of training for an event. But yes, there are also complete training plans with all the pacing stuff integrated into them. Got it. And then I'm just curious too, especially now as one of your quote unquote athletes, obviously I'm not getting the the detailed one-on-one every day talking about our workouts, but I am training for the Austin Marathon. And so how do you implement the pacing with your athletes? Do you make them run without their watch some days or how do you try and teach them that? You know, I sort of meet them where they are. That's the advantage of the one-on-one stuff is, you know, 
different people have different limiters with pacing. There, there's the people who just in every interval workout, they start every interval too fast. <laughs> so yeah. you know, that could that could be a point of emphasis. For others, they're not really well tuned into perception of effort. So for those, maybe I'll deprive them of data in different ways or you know, force them to lean on perception. So you know, just there's a grab bag of different techniques that I can pull from and, and which specific tool I'm emphasizing at a given time just it depends on you know the athlete's needs. What's kind of fun is like when they make progress, which they do, I can pull out more and more advanced tools and also just kind of cook up new ones to try. So yeah, it's been it's a lot of fun. And that's the other thing about it is that it is a fun process. Like you know, you're focusing, it's like a process orientation. So you're not looking down the road, how fast will my half marathon be? It, it engages you in the process and sort of gamifies it in ways that I think it can be quite enjoyable if you don't obsessed too much about how far you have to go. <laughs> yeah, instead of focusing on the goal time for the entire training block, it's you're learning a whole new skill. I bet it builds some self-confidence too and self-awareness. Exactly. Yeah, that's really how I perceive the end game, honestly. It's like it's this this sense of control over your over your running. That's what it feels like to have mm -hmm. mastered pacing. And it's a great feeling. I, 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 the phrase I use as I kind of refrain in the book is running free. It's just like you are you're sort of like self-contained, like you, you aren't dependent on externalities anymore in order to achieve any type of running goal. Okay, well, that was a big enough teaser, I think. <laughs> Hopefully we sold that book to you. Ebook first released in the next month or so am i right in saying that oh yeah i mean that's the thing like we are re we're inventing the wheel here we're doing it right you know renee jardine who used to be an editor at uh velo press and did some of my books and including racing weight iron war she is now independent and i was able to it's a major coup bring her on as that kind of project manager for actually not just this book but our first three releases and she is the best in the business and so yeah we're doing it right but we're also just taking advantage of kind of the ferment and flux in book publishing right now. There are opportunities to just kind of blow up the formula and do things in, in new and, and better ways. So with that, it's tough to hold yourself to a deadline, you know, because we're, <laughs> yeah. the idea is like we figure things out and then we can, we have our own formula that we can replicate down the road. So very, very soon is all I can say, this book is coming. <laughs> yes. It's been really fun learning the behind the scenes of publishing and being involved with that as well. So yeah, 8020 Publishing, totally separate from 8020 Endurance, but obviously very much so involved at the same time. Speaking of something where you have to learn as you go, we have a new adaptive training app. Well, we don't, but we're, we're partnered with Training Peaks and their app Pace. Yes, this is just like kind of a, a gift because, you know, for some time, actually, I, I was thinking about this, like all the way back in 1999 is when I first started to think about... I was um, four years old. <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I was like 44. No. I remember like thinking about, because th there, there was this old software. This is like when you could order software through the mail and it would come and it'd be like, I don't know, like a CD-ROM and you would stuff it in your desktop computer and there was this application called PC Coach. Other very old people remember PC Coach. And it, it was kind of like a primitive, like a computer coaches you. It had this whole algorithmic logic and it would like build custom training plans for you. 
And I, I remember being very intrigued by that because, you know, I'm huge on the human element of coaching. Um, mm-hmm. but, but at the same time, I also respect the power of computing and, and mathematics and, and, and the role that they can play as well. But I'm not an expert in, in that area. So fast forward from 1999 to, you know, 2019, where now it's like the game, like PC coaches went the way of the dodo bird. And there are much more sophisticated machine learning and artificial intelligence have real horsepower and, and can coach adaptive training plans that are quite sophisticated and really you know, closely replicate the decisions that I would make as a human coach. So I felt like the time for us was 80-20 endurance to start leading in this area is now. But like, how do we mm-hmm. do it? Like, I'm not a computer programmer. And that's when a bolt from the blue, like Training Peaks came to us <laughs> and said, hey, we're looking to develop this app, which at that time was nameless. Now it's called PACE, which is a really cool acronym. Personal Adaptive Coaching Experience is what it stands for. And yes, they they came to us and said, we are experts in this and we're going to build this and we would like to get get you on the ground floor. They're starting with running only because it's just, you know, it's simpler. And they wanted us to provide content. We're not the only coach that that is part of the app. We're we're one of five. Others include Amanda Brooks and Kara Goucher and... Baptista out of Boston, and also Greg McMillan are uh, the other four. It's really cool. I mean, they have really done it right. Like I did my part, just the coaching part, and mm-hmm. then they have been just doing their part. There have been giant gaps where I hope they're making progress on this. But yeah. And of course, they set a deadline. They missed it. They set another deadline and missed it. But for the best of all possible reasons, which is that they wanted to get it right. And now it's real. It's on, uh, it's available. You, you can download it now. They're not promoting it because they just, like, they're a little bit paranoid that there's something they don't know, you know, <laughs> buggy about it. But it's really robust. It's so awesome. Yeah. It's exactly what I hoped it would be. That human piece that you may be PC coach, which I would love to see what that looked like, what that software looked like. I'm you can Google it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I want to do like a side-by-side post of PC coach and face yeah. <laughs> to compare. But yeah, I mean, I, I've tried it. I've tested it out as the months have gone on as they were updating it and whatnot and that human element that you said was missing obviously from pc coach and that you are nervous about that that some sort of app like this wouldn't have i think that's there at least with you i didn't try the other coaches and i I don't know them as well obviously but your language and the responses of the workouts is very similar to what you would say. (laughs) So it kind of makes you believe that it's actually you. I mean, it it is your verbiage. Yeah, they've made a lot of smart decisions. One, to start with runners. Two, to put it at a very low price point. This is a very affordable way to get really high quality coaching. And then to really just to go all in and that touchy-feely human direction as well was a very smart decision on their part so yeah much more to come on that i encourage you you listening to to kick the tires on it it's mm-hmm. it's really cool and yeah we're just at the beginning on that one yeah just at the beginning and let's move on to this is not a smooth segue but we're doing it anyway new director of training layla number four teammate number four that could have been really smooth because it's like, oh, and speaking of human coaches. Oh, man. Uh, this well, is why they pay you the big bucks and they just right. pay me bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, for, for those who can't see Hannah right now, she's all bundled up because she lives in Chicago and we don't pay her enough to run the heater in her apartment. So she's like, 
she she's dressed she's dressed as if she's gonna like climb Everest or something. Uh. Every every Zoom call we have, I just bundle up to really just like, nail it in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anywho, so yes, human coach, Layla Porches. It, it's crazy. For the longest time, David and I were just a two-man show. We thought we always would be, maybe. But then our growth, you know, just sort of forced our hand and, and we needed to hire you and, and did. And we thought, wow, that's a big step where we have an employee now. And then like just a few months passed and, we're, and David and I are like, I think we need to hire again. And so specifically, we wanted a director of training. So someone who would really take ownership of our, our coaching and training products and services, improve them, expand them. And we were fortunate enough um, to find Layla. She started on November 1st. And I, th- I think she's going to work out fantastic. But you, you'll get to know Layla much better in all kinds of ways. She's just a coach through and through. Brings a lot to the table that we really need. <laughs> Yeah, I'm wondering if a year ago today, what were you and David thinking about 80-20 endurance? Because you've hired two people now in nine months. I remember when we had our like come to Jesus moment. It was actually the summer of 2020 when I, I, I flew to Utah and Derek, who helps us out with some video stuff and marketing stuff, he came out as well. And we were mostly filming videos. There was this moment when there was something that he thought I was taking care of and I thought he was taking care of. And we realized that it had just slipped through the cracks. And it was like not the first time this was becoming a pattern. And I said, David, this is getting absurd. We're two people trying to do the job of more than two. At first, because David's a bit of a tightwad, he's like, I don't know if we can afford it. I remember the agreement was, let's just see, because the pandemic was still in full force then. And he said, let's see how the next few months go. And if it seems like we have the stability to bring someone on, then we'll do it. And so that's how it started. And now there are four and two other females, which is so fun. And every time zone of the U.S. (laughs) Yes. In Layla's short time on board, she's already created the core training plans, which you and I know as actual core on your body, not core like <laughs> like main stage plans. I core think people as understood in... that, Hannah. You don't need to belabor it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep nailing that one. Well, every time I read it, I'm like, I hope this comes across correctly. So That's why I, I said want... <laughs> core strength. If you just say core, core strength. strength. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to something that I do know more about, which is swimming. This is actually a listener question as well. I've gotten a lot of questions about swim techniques, swim training plans since I joined in March. And that's something that I've really wanted to push and and have as an offering of our business. So we're doing that. We're doing that with Dan Daly, someone that I connected with last fall, just as a networking opportunity. He used to be a coach at Equinox, which I teach some fitness classes at, and then branched off to do his own thing called Train Daily. And so I just wanted to connect with him because he seemed like a cool guy. And so we caught up one day, have been keeping in touch, and now we brought him on to do our our swim training plans, which is a really, really interesting way to structure them. And I think that's where we were kind of struggling figuring out how to structure these swim plans. And Dan came in with great ideas and, and has built those out. Yeah, those are going to be really good. The The listener question had to do with, was it a video instruction? Is that right? Swim technique coaching specifically. 
Okay, right on. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the plans Dan is creating are, are technique focused. They're short. So the idea is like, if you just want to kind of have a crash course or you just accelerate, really focus on technique versus, oh, I've got a triathlon in nine weeks and I need, just need to get fit. Um, mm -hmm. That'd be great. And, you know, it, it's a whole set of plans that they're sequenced so that if you're just terrible, like if everything is wrong with your freestyle stroke, the most basic one. And then, you know, when you complete that and make some progress, you can, if you so choose, kind of move up the ladder. So that'll be cool. But I do hope mm -hmm. down the road that we're able to do more of a one-on-one -on -one service because there's just no substitute. Find a friend with a GoPro, go to the pool, get your stroke filmed send the video to us and then uh, not me because you don't want me <laughs> analyzing your stroke but you know trust me you don't if you've seen yes. the the, <laughs> the instagram video of us swimming against one another you, you definitely don't want that <laughs> uh, i was sandbagging you know uh-huh sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah you start off with an assessment and so it's it's it meets you where you're at and takes you to a place where you'll have better technique. But agreed, no substitute for in-person or video technique guidance. So I think I think that's still to come, hopefully yeah. next year. Yeah, and we should mention that Layla also has a special expertise in, in, in swimming. Mm -hmm. So that that's helpful. Dan is a you know an external partner. Layla is an 80-20 person. She'll I'm sure will be leading the charge. She's got a full plate, but that'll, yeah. um, that, <laughs> she's that, going to listen to this and be like, what? Swim plans? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here, here's what you're doing for the next year. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Charitable Foundation, the application for Coaches of Color initiative closed last Thursday. We will announce the apprenticeship grant recipient on December 1st. So backing up, kind of similar to our publishing endeavor we decided uh, to create our own uh, charitable foundation the 8020 endurance foundation and then the flagship initiative of that foundation is the coaches of color initiative and the model is these one-year apprenticeship grants where you get a monthly stipend and then a soup to nuts apprenticeship where you will get um, stepping on the lead but we will have our own coach certification that our apprentices will get. So you get the training, you get the certification, you get experience, like hands-on experience, providing coaching through our platform, and also one-on-one -on -one mentorship opportunities with our advisors, some very successful coaches of color, including the co-director of the initiative, Tran Newsom, past guest of the podcast. I am super excited about that. This is my baby mm -hmm. to a, a large extent, but you know, what's fun now is that for the longest time when it was in development, it was an idea. And then when we opened up the application window and started receiving applications, it's like, wow, these are people. Real humans, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so just, you know, really, I have to say, I was, I was sort of taken off guard just by how good it felt. You know, we only have one apprenticeship to offer, but we want to expand the program, kind of have a, maybe a second tier where everyone's a winner in a sense um, because it, yes it felt good to receive all these applications from really amazing individuals but it also it, it demonstrated the need and so i want to find ways to help as many people as possible i still believe in the model where we want to have 
a huge impact on the lives of, of a few people. I think that that's a good way to go. But if we can also have a smaller impact on a larger number of people in addition to that, I'm all for that as well. For sure. So anyone who applied will be put into a group where they're receiving some sort of contact from our advisory board, at least a community of each other to to kind of figure the endurance coaching space out. So they're not just being dropped off and, okay, apply again next year, but the model still holds true where we want to make a big impact with the small amount of people. So I feel like we've talked about that one for a bit with our with our two guests, Coach B and Angelina. Those were really great episodes if you haven't listened to that and want to know more about the Charitable Foundation. You can also visit a20foundation.org to make a contribution as well. We do accept donations. And if you want to learn more. But yeah, let's segue. Actually, we're, we're skipping on our schedule a little bit, but let's go. Let's talk about the coaching certification since that is part of the apprenticeship. This is another question that I get a lot too that I have to field. You know, I want to be an 80-20 coach or we've, we've teased it here and there and people really, really hold on to that and they, they do follow up. So let's, let's give them a bit of a bigger teaser than we have been. <laughs> right, yeah. You said it just right. This has been something that, athletes in our community have asked for. There are thousands and thousands of 80-20 athletes all around the world. And within that pool of athletes, some are coaches or want to be coaches. And I, I didn't necessarily anticipate that we would have demand for our own proprietary coach certification, but it makes a heck of a lot of sense that this model exists. You can become certified a certified Ironman coach or even like a, you know, a chi running coach, you know, that type of thing. So it makes sense. And, you know, we decided, you know, the time is now we've got a lot going on, but this, this needs to be a high priority. And <clears throat> just being a writer, first and foremost, very predictably, I decided, well, I'll write an entire, you know, book, which is like going to be the, the study guide. So I've been working and working, working at that. And it's funny, I just like, I sat down and started writing this without a plan. I'm just like, let's just see what comes out. <laughs> and so it's just been like, it's usually I have a vision and then I start working, but this time I just started working and evolved a vision, but it's getting there. And so I think this will be really cool. And, and also it just serendipitously, you know, when Layla came on board at the beginning of the month and we sort of did a version of this podcast with her, like I, I, you know, I sat down with her over Zoom for two hours just going down the list of things that we're working on or want to get around to. And I encouraged her, we want to do all of these things. So if there's something you know, on this list that jumps out at you that you're you know, especially interested in or especially knowledgeable about, let's you know, move that up the list because I really want her to like her job so we, so we can keep her. And it so happened that she had a strong interest in this coach certification and had a lot of ideas for it. I'm still working on the, the study guide, but she is going to, going to become very involved in turning that material into like an online course. So you, you'll you know, be able to you know, read the study guide, but also watch Matt give a lecture on it. So Layla's um, going to help develop the, the course and the actual the exam. We're going to have a two-part exam, usual like multiple choice type of thing and more of like a practical show us that you can coach then we'll roll that out. We're hoping, uh, don't hold us to this, but I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to hazard throwing out a date, March, March, 2022. We're hoping to be spring. able to. Yes. Spring yeah, that's better. 2022. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and actually, March 1st is winter, so that's really safe. That's coming along. I think there's going to be a lot of interest, and I feel compelled to say this. We're not just checking a box here. Like, we want we want this certification to mean something, it, you know. Mm -hmm. We want it to have cachet that has, you know, substance behind it. If you don't know a lot about coaching and this becomes your primary initial education, you are well prepared you know, to be an effective coach. I was just gonna say, I also view this offering as something for an athlete that just wants to know more about 80-20 and about the philosophy behind it, and they'll learn more. And then along the way, maybe they'll realize, wow, coaching could be for me. These are the steps that I need to take to become an effective coach. And you might discover that coaching could be for you through this, even if you're just using it as an opportunity to learn more. Yeah, that, that's well said. Kind of an insight that I had early on in this process was 80-20 endurance, like the services we provide athletes are really all about democratizing elite training methods. Like mm -hmm. that's our thing. Guess what? You, you can and should train the same way the best endurance athletes in the, in the world do. Yeah, you got to scale things to your level, but you know, you're, you're every bit as human as the Ironman world champion or the Boston Marathon winner. And you, right. can, you can train like them. And I think it's, it's kind of the same with, with coaching. I, I think there are people out there, competitors to us, who I think they would like to preserve the illusion that it's hard to be a coach, <laughs> endurance coach. And I don't think that's mm -hmm. true. I think it's hard to be a great coach. But I don't think it's hard to be a good coach. And like, I don't mind saying that. And so that's a big part of what we're trying to do here is say, you know what, you can do this. <laughs> and here's how. Mm -hmm. What's that quote from, I think it was School of Rock. It's like, those that don't do, teach. And those that don't teach, teach gym. <laughs> uh, we're that, not that saying that. <laughs> that, quote, that quote is way older than School of Rock. But uh, yeah, okay. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to back to how young I am. That that quote is even older than PC coach. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, maybe I wasn't even born yet. Okay, well, in in any way, this is a good segue to a Steven Siler question. Someone asked this when he was going to be on the podcast because he is in all caps eighty twenty. He actually maybe who knows maybe he might be on the podcast, but we can guarantee that he will be at the Endurance event, which is our virtual conference that we are hosting on January 15th. The first three hours of the conference are completely free, and he is one of the speakers. Yes, yeah, so, you know, for those who are like, who's that? Who's Steven Seiler? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah let's you know, circle he, back. He, <laughs> yeah, he is an uh, exercise physiologist. He's uh, American-born. He's a Texan, but he works and lives in Norway, actually, at the University of Agder. He is the discoverer of the 80-20 endurance method. Not the inventor, because no one invented it. Yeah, I was just going to say, you put quotes around that, air quotes yes. around discoverer. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, he's the guy who just discovered that that pattern in the training of elite endurance athletes, and then... We have sort of latched onto that and made piles and piles of money off of it. Um, no. Not too much. I, I still got my beanie on indoors, Matt. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Sorry. I have made piles and piles of money. No, but that's a, yeah, that, that is a joke that Stephen and I have, have shared. He's a true scientist. He's not really looking to get rich. He just uh, loves what he does and he's great at it. This is perhaps uh, a bit Machiavellian of me, but I, obviously I have his email address, but I haven't invited him to be a guest on the podcast because 
I want to wait until the endurance event has come and gone mm -hmm. before that. It's inevitable sooner or later. I'm sort of waiting until he makes his next big discovery so we can have that to talk about on the pod. But yes, we yeah, will. Yeah, no pressure, Stephen. <laughs> right. If you want to be on this podcast, you better find some, find some new discovery until you can be invited. <laughs> he's joked about that as well in, in some of his presentations. I think he's moved on, but yeah, he said, okay, you know, I, 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 I found this 80-20 thing, and then this guy, Matt Fitzgerald, comes along and like turns it into a brand. And he's like, I think I need to come up with something else now. <laughs> yeah. So someone else can drive a Tesla. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the event itself, so, so Stephen will be there speaking. Two-time world champion triathlete, Siri Lindley. Samuela Marcora will also be speaking. You will be speaking. Um I think David is going to make an appearance if I'm if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, just yes. to kick off your 2022 year, hop on the trainer, watch it for a bit and get inspired. Again, the first 3 hours are free, so there's just no reason why you shouldn't um we'll link that in the show notes. Speaking of other offerings that we have for 2022, kicking off your training year and, and being inspired, in-person retreats. Again, another thing that we've been asked about over and over again and that we're finally doing. The first one is in Austin, which has been top of mind for me. I'm running the Austin Marathon, first marathon. Matt's doing my training, if you didn't know that. But yeah, Austin is number one, partnering with Endeavor Run. You went to the Boulder retreat. We have a podcast episode with a round table from Boulder. I'm just super excited to meet the other coaches and the athletes going. In-person events are, are kind of my jam. So I'm really excited that we're finally tapping into this. Yeah, me too, honestly. I sat down this morning to start working on a blog post about adult sports camps, just the phenomenon. And it's funny, I was trying to think of, okay, what's the first one of these I ever went to? And you know, I'm dating myself yet again, but it was like- <laughs> I was, was negative 10. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, let's think about it. Like, it was 1996. It was like February 1996. So I think okay. you were an infant, right? Months old. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, it was called Multi-Sport School of Champions. It was in San Diego and it was a triathlon thing. But you know, I'm fortunate because pretty much every camp I've gone to, I've been working. So I get to go for, for free. But I mean, every single camp I've been to has been an amazing experience. Like that's, that's what they are. The title of the blog post I'm, I'm working on is no one ever regrets going to a running camp. Um, it's just true. It like, it just true. seems like it, yeah, it's like it, it, when you're there and it's just like there's this magic about them. Everyone's like, I need to do this more often. And then we go home and get caught up in our lives. And then we're like, but they're kind of expensive and it's a hassle to travel. No, don't forget like how magical the experience it is. They're always awesome because they self-select for cool people. And they're usually small enough that you really get to know people you have a shared passion, you're in a cool place. It's just a blast. I'm really looking forward to our events, the three that we're going to do this year. And honestly, I want people to come just so they can experience the magic, but I also want people to come so we can keep this thing going, quite honestly. Like, you know, I was like, just gonna we, say that. <laughs> yeah, we need we need these camps to succeed um, so that we can continue to to offer them. I sound like I'm begging, but uh, it's really- <laughs> Please, there's, 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 please come. <laughs> there's, more, there's more in it for you than there is for us. There is. Yeah. I mean, this is our first year, so 
we do have to pitch it this hard, which does not mean that that what we're pitching isn't going to be a success if you come and you will get so much out of it. But I would love it to just be an 80-20 expectation every year that people, okay, next year, you know, it's February, we're going to be in Austin or there's going to be some running retreat. Like people are going to find us through these camps. That's how successful I want them to be. We're kicking it off with Austin. That one is running focused. And then right after that, the week after San Diego triathlon focused, really interesting setup. The first part of the week is training focused and then the weekend is also training but more focused on workshops and your friend our friend but your closer friend Corey will be there so some some mental skills training there as well and you can do both of those options or just the training or just the workshop and so you kind of get to choose your own adventure there with that one yes and then in the summer it's Martha's Vineyard which is like uh, cool. That's another different spin on, on the camp. So it's mornings only and very training focused, though there will be clinics and, and such as well. So the idea is, hey, if you were interested in a family vacation to Martha's Vineyard for the summer, go ahead and do that. And you as the athlete in the family can get up early, train with a, a bunch of like-minded people in a very cool spot to train mm-hmm. in the summer and then you're free the rest of the day to, to hang out with, with your family. Yeah. Family vacation or work from home. You need to just get away for a week. We'll be there training pretty hard in the morning and some optional workshops and clinics and stuff in the evenings as well. Three different setups. Obviously, the first one is the more traditional one in Austin, but then two different setups after that. Let us know if you have questions there, but we're really excited about them and Please, we need your help to make them a success. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't let us come back to David with this episode <laughs> flopping, you guys. <laughs> and to make to make it a little bit of a sweeter deal, this week it's $250 off Austin and San Diego with the code 8020podcast. I believe it is. It's in the show notes for you there. So buy an experience, not a TV or whatever other material item you've been having your eyes on. Yes, no one ever regrets it. (laughs) You do regret a TV, though. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I would. Sometimes. It has happened, yes. (laughs) All right, final thing, final, final thing. Cycling plans. We did have a listener question. How do you recommend dropping weight as quickly as possible while training? Yeah, I've written a lot about that, and the advice I give is the most effective way to eat and exercise to lose weight is very, very different from the most effective way to eat and exercise to build endurance fitness. You can't effectively co-prioritize weight loss and endurance fitness building. Like they don't go together. Mm-hmm. So the, the mistake I see athletes make all the time is it's woven into the fabric of that question. No, don't. Like it, it's fine it, to have weight loss be your top priority, but it just has to be separate from when fitness building is your top priority. But the most effective ways to lose weight you know, quickly are to restrict calorie intake, which is something you don't want to do if you're trying to you know, train hard and build fitness. To emphasize high intensity, low volume, 
and strength training, heavy weightlifting, like those are great ways to exercise to lose weight. Those are not great ways to exercise to build endurance fitness. So I advocate with exactly what our racing weight plans offer, which is just set aside four to six weeks where that is your top priority and then just change up your eating habits and training methods to lose weight quickly, take care of that, and then turn your focus back to eating and training to build endurance fitness. So there's more about this in my you know, racing weight book and also in our racing weight plans. And if you just put together the right Google search string, my name and some of those keywords, you'll find things that I've written on this topic over the years. <laughs> yeah. To sum that up, as someone who didn't know the answer to that question, is you can't do two things at once there. And so that was the catalyst of the racing weight plans. They're not just some spinoff to make a few more dollars so I can afford to heat my apartment. It was really (laughs) made so you could focus on that because you cannot do those two things at once. Check those out if that's something you're interested in. But the cycling plans, new cycling plans, another question that we get all the time. And finally, I have two older brothers. One of them is a triathlete. One of them is a pure cyclist. And now he can be an 80-20 athlete. And I'm happy to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's truly ridiculous how long it took us to get around to <laughs> building a cycling plans. I guess no, it's a no-brainer. A, a lot of the research that's done, that's been done on the 80-20 method has been involved cyclists. I think it's a function of the fact that we were a two-person company for a while and neither David nor I um, are a pure cyclist. We understand the sport, we know the sport, but something else was always a higher priority. And then I finally just said, you know what, I'll do the cycling plans. They were a lot of fun to build. I had to bone up a little bit. Like for example, I wanted to include gravel plans just because gravel racing has really taken off. To be honest, I've never done a gravel race. I had to educate myself a little bit. I knew most of what I needed to know to create good uh, gravel race plans, but that's part of the fun of it, actually. When you create a plan, you're in sort of a teaching role, like here's how to train for a gravel race. But you also, as a coach, you learn as you teach. So they were, they were fun to build. I think they're good plans. Your brother can let us know uh, yeah. otherwise if he disagrees. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. It'll be a topic at the Thanksgiving table. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that's... I would say that's all that we have for you, but we said 30 minutes and we've been recording for 47. Did I miss anything there? I mean, there is more. My friend Corey Yamora's name came up. He's a sports psychologist and he is working on some really, really, really cool mental training, mental skills training Mm -hmm. plans for us. It's a fun time to work for 8020 Endurance. We've got a a lot of cool stuff uh, coming along. I was talking to Layla yesterday about that exactly and and getting more into the, I would say maybe softer skills of endurance sports is something that she's pretty focused on as well. And I think that's super interesting. So stay tuned for that. He was also a past guest on this podcast if you want to learn more about Corey. And he's my Thanksgiving host. (laughs) There you go. Matt is eating this Thanksgiving thanks to Corey. (laughs) That's right. Yes. (laughs) This is the last thing, I promise. In our first episode where Matt interviewed me, we had a section called What's Your Jam? And Matt and I are both pretty big music lovers. 
not saying that we have the best taste in music, but we probably think we do. But we love music. And so we wanted to somehow keep that segment going. So 8020 Endurance has its own Spotify account. And every week, Matt and I will include our current jam of the week and put that into our playlists. And then hopefully our guests as well. The playlist links will be in the show notes. So you can hear Matt's music, my music, and then our guests' choices as well. But Matt, what's your current jam this week? So my current jam is a number called Bound, and it's a collaboration between the artist Wet (laughs) and Blood Orange. Nice. Um, I like Wet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually, I've been a a Blood Orange fan for a while. He's a guy, so he's, all these things that sound like band names are (laughs) like, are just one gal or one dude. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's a mellow track. It's kind of like a a smooth jam. Like the last 20 seconds of the song is just the track with the the vocals taken away. And it's the kind Mm -hmm. of thing you could just, it's like atmospheric and you could just kind of bliss out to it. But it's got like some really pretty acoustic guitar layered over that. And then a really nice uh, hook, a nice melody, something you could uh, jam on the computer while you're listening to a, a song like that. So check out Bound by Wet and Blood Orange. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't prepare a whole description as to why I chose my song, but this has been a favorite of mine and kind of hasn't been in the cycle recently, but it's Pink and White by Frank Ocean. Very similar to yours, pretty chill. Yes. It is. Our chill genre of music is very similar, you and I. That's been mine. It came back in the cycle recently, and I was like, dang, this is a good one. Check out our Spotify, and hopefully that's fun for you guys. We enjoy it, so even if you don't enjoy it, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, we're going to keep doing it. (laughs) We talk about it anyway. (laughs) I'll randomly get a text from you, and you're just like, what's your jam? Which is fun. All right. I just want to say thank you all for listening to this podcast I've really, really enjoyed doing this with you, Matt. We started it like two months after I started my job, and I feel like I still didn't know you that well. And then we, suddenly we were podcast hosts, and it's been it's been really, really fun, and I'm excited to see where the podcast itself goes. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great, great Thanksgiving holiday, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Any, any closing statements from you, Matt? Any heartwarming Thanksgiving? things to say happy thanksgiving everyone (laughs) happy thanksgiving and we'll chat with you guys in the next episode